1: And welcome to another episode of Women in Leadership Podcast. This is episode 89 and I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. Now, my guest today says, brandish your personality like a trained assassin. And joining me on today's show is Dre Balchemy. Dre is a branded solopreneur at The Branded Solopreneur, serves up psychology-driven branding to entrepreneurs who are tired of trying to shove their square peg into a round hole. Now, with a witty, straight-shooting vibe and an unorthodox collaborative style she helps them turn their personalities and their passions into cult-like brands that are impossible to dethrone now on today's show she's going to share that no one cares about how perfect you look or how you sound they care about what's underneath the hood and who you are at your core she's also going to talk about professional is a relative term one man's professionalism is another man's prison or woman in this case create the environment you want to work in and those that thrive in that environment well guess what they're going to find you as well as relationships reign supreme if you focus on building those the opportunities will follow welcome to the show
0: thank you i'm excited to be here
1: this is such an important topic and uh, before we hit live and and, uh, record we were just saying that now we're doing a video podcast you, I can never say that saying that I used to say for, for 10 years, you never have a bad hair day. I think as women, we are so self-critical and self-judgmental, aren't we? So I love that you said, no one cares about how perfect you look or sound.
0: Let's dive they in. They really do What are some insights yeah. you can share? Well, they really don't. I mean, think about your own habits. When you see a video of someone who just threw it on in their living room with the laundry in the background, and they have an important message and they're speaking to you from the heart or in a real, natural way. You're drawn in. Are you sitting there judging them going, oh, sweetie, you have a little hair out of place. Are you like, ah, oh, I see that you didn't dust your table in the background. We don't pay attention to any of that. We care about the message. We care about the delivery. We care about connection, right? And ultimately, to connect, we have to find that kindred, call that kindredness of each other. It doesn't mean that we're exactly alike. It doesn't mean that our personalities are alike. But again, look at your own habits. What happens too often when we come to the business table is that we draw that line, right? We put on that cape, we put on that mask, and we try and be professional. Professional is a completely relative term. Professional doesn't have to mean. Formal, right? It doesn't have to mean all of these things. A lot of us came from corporate environments. Mm-hmm. And so it's very easy for us to go back to that where we were sort of stripped of our identity, right? You're yeah. you're not supposed to have the personality and come at it like that. So mm-hmm. it's a totally natural part of becoming an entrepreneur, but it's so counterintuitive. Most of what you're telling yourself in your head is all lies it's not what really moves the needle in your brand.
1: yeah so so true and you spoke a little bit there about um, you know who you are at the core it can often be that personality now you mentioned a little hint around at your core your personality things that make you unique I often find and I'd love your feedback too on this that many of us aren't really aware of some of those strengths and characteristics that when we allow to shine through and we give ourselves permission to allow to shine through can really set us apart. Speak more about this, if you would.
0: Yeah, this was a big kind of piece for me that was missing, even once I really understood branding in the most broad sense. You know, the brand identity and all of the the digital assets that we think traditionally think about branding, but what was missing for me was kind of that human element, Mm -hmm. right? So what I have found to help is something called brand archetypes. So these are psychological um, sort of personas that uh, exist in humankind across generations, across cultures, across um, uh, location, right? So the hard part, like you said, is that we sort of take who we are for granted. We sort of get detached from Really being able to articulate what that is, you know, when we call a friend, we're not consciously thinking, like, what verbiage did I use? Like, what level of humor? Am I dry? Like, how do we come across? And it's really hard to pinpoint those things. What archetypes help you do is find those things in your personality, like how you like to teach, how you like to talk, how you come at um, communication, Mm -hmm. and those kind of things. So it it helps you. It's not about finding the right box to fit in. Mm -hmm. It's just about finding a tool that'll help you pinpoint those things so that you can excavate them and leverage them. Mm -hmm. And it's not, you know, that dirty kind of strategy type thing about it. It's just a way to help you pinpoint those things because that is the stuff that's gonna connect people. That's the, what's gonna get repeat buyers. That's mm-hmm. what's gonna get people out there talking about your brand for you. And that's what you have to have this day and age. We can all throw as many thousands of dollars as we want towards advertising. We can produce five blog posts, podcasts, vlogs all day long, mm-hmm. but really it's the connection piece and that comes from building a cult-like following of people that again, they have that kindred spirit. Most times, it's not about what you teach. It's yeah. not about your expertise. Mm. 900 people can teach about your topic to your exact niche. You. It's about connecting with them on more level. Mm. So it's about, you know, sort of archetypes. You know, there are things like the lover or the outlaw or the entertainer. I mean, just hearing those names, you can kind of guess, right? Yeah. Like, we're all humans. We all bleed the same. We all put our pant leg like, on one leg like, at a time but it's understanding like I come at things from humor. I have a foul mouth. I am super sassy. There are gonna be a lot of people like can C2 branding that are gonna come from a lover place, right? Mm-hmm. That are gonna come from a royal place, like all these different archetypes. So it helps you to kind of find these patterns that exist at a soul level that you can then use to find your sweet spot as far as your voice, your vibe, your communication style, But mm-hmm it'll also help you with your customer right because we're going to go kindred to kindred you're going to find these patterns that are going to help you with your messaging and with your positioning so that you're reaching the right people that you want to work with that are really feeding your soul and that are feeling like where have you been my whole life that's Mm -hmm. always my thing we want to find that place in our business where we're working with people and surrounding ourselves with people where you can go Where have you been my whole life?
1: Yeah, I love that. Something else that uh, I think that this really, when you find out what your archetypes are, that character, the characteristics, is that so many of us, what we do is we try, if we're not clear on that, if there's no real certainty, what we try and do is put on a mask, if you will, or try to be what we think others want us to be or what we may see is working really well with other people or for other people but that's tiring isn't it trying to be someone that we're not and I'd imagine that as people start to really step in and allow themselves a uniqueness to shine through it's like a huge weight that's been lifted because there's nothing more unique and authentic than
0: just being yourself and allowing that to shine through yes exactly i mean all of us want to be the unique little unicorn right we all want to be special we want to be different and the thing is that there's no strategy you need to do that you just have to anchor to who you are mm-hmm. and you have to brandish that unapologetically right and it is it's about here's the thing when you're with your friends or you're with the societies or the groups or the communities that you're involved with how comfortable are you right with the ones that you really love that you've been part of, and that's because there's these commonalities that you have. Again, you may be totally different personality types, you may approach things differently, but having commonalities, what happens is that you have to go past the business. You have to get to a place of vulnerability, where it doesn't mean they have to let everybody, this isn't a social media kind of thing where we have to let everybody know every piece of our life, but we have to own the personal human sides of us. So mm-hmm. the family lifestyle we have, the the lifestyle in general, right? Do we travel a lot? Are we, you know, stuck in one place? Like, are, getting vulnerable and real with your community. Mm-hmm is going to endear them to you and that opens the floodgates they have to we always hear this buzz no like and trust right and again so many people want to come at that from a strategy of if i bombard them with a lot of free valuable content i'm going to win them over a lot of times it's just a connection point of a human to human. Mm -hmm. If you can come at your copy with a voice and with stories and with things like that that have that human element like you're talking to a friend, it's going to resonate with that person Mm -hmm. and that's going to lead them to want to explore more just like it does in real life. Mm -hmm. I think too often, like I said, we just, we separate what really happens between two individuals who are trying to build a relationship. We change The rules when we come at it at a business aspect
1: yeah what I love about that is that you know when we're sharing content and and you say a lot of people will assume that just by delivering valuable content and it is important to to provide valuable content which is around your expertise it's how you deliver that isn't it and that comes through whether you're doing a behind-the-scenes whether you are taking a bit of a a personal um, snapshot about what happens what you enjoy because you're as you said, just showing that vulnerability or that side of you, um, not necessarily at work, that all stays the same really. You don't change just because, or the uniqueness doesn't change just because you're sitting in front of the computer mm-hmm. and sharing expertise or somewhere where you really enjoy some of the, you know, your personal times. And I think once people understand that, that uniqueness can mm-hmm. shine through no matter what they're sharing and how they're communicating with, uh, with their ideal client and their audience, yes?
0: exactly i mean we're all we're all in saturated markets at this point right i mean everybody is has a hefty load of competition but it's not really competition that's where i come at it from because we could take a group of 10 people and you can write and i can give you the same topic and tell you to write on it and like i said one person is going to come from an energy you're going to laugh your ass off while you read about it another person's going to come from a very um, intuitive empowering kind of magician um, uh, uh, approach another one's going to come from a data driven very research based Mm -hmm. so it's all about that natural style when someone can walk away from reading an email or blog post or anything they don't hear your voice they don't see your logo when they can say I can see you saying that, or I can hear you saying that. That's when the magic starts. Yes. And that is, believe it or not, so intuitive for us. We don't have to know you. Mm-hmm. We can feel if it's not real, yeah. and we can vibe off that. And so it's so important that we get to who we are. And we start leading with that. And the Mm -hmm. scary thing is that it's going to turn people off, Mm -hmm. right? This is the big pushback I get. Is that, well, what happens when people don't like that you have a foul mouth, Mm -hmm. right? Well, how long do you think I'm going to be able to work with them before an F-bomb slips out? Like, how realistic is that, right? So if if you have these, what I call, delicate sensitivities, I'm not PC. Mm -hmm. I say it the way I want it. But look, I lead with all that. I think it's funny, I always say this, people say you must get a lot of haters, right? Because I have a very polarizing brand and personality. Like I said, I use foul language. I'm silly and kind of quirky and and a little bit off. (laughs) Um, I don't get a lot of haters, you know why? Because I'm very unapologetic and I tell you exactly who I am. Mm. Like you don't have to get weeks in and then go oh wait it's like a bait and switch Mm -hmm. you came really polished and professional and sort of vanilla and watered down and it was just the actual information but there wasn't a personality there wasn't a feeling there I didn't share any personal there was nothing for you to anchor with I just showed you how to make a color palette yeah okay but I didn't have the personality I didn't weave some bizarre story about my cat into the color palette um post you know what i mean and and that's kind of where the magic comes you know what you're teaching here's the problem is we spend too much time learning about these things and perfecting systems and worrying about tools and apps and software and all the stuff you can do something with a free landing page if you can connect with people You're never going to last if you don't make connections. The connections have to happen from the personal side. It's still, I don't care if you're business to business, B2C, it is human to human these days. That's That's it. That's what you have to worry about is it's human to human. Just like when you go to the store or the bar or your kid's classroom, Mm -hmm. anytime it's the same rules. You don't have to impress anyone. You just have to be you Mm -hmm. and the people that like you are going to rise to the top.
1: Yeah. You know, one of the, um, qualities that I really admire in people and, and it, as I'm getting older I'm starting to um, become more more comfortable in that is not worrying about what other people think or say. Particularly if you know that the message you're sharing, the experience you're creating for your tribe or the people that you know that you do your best work with, then all of the other noise, we need to get to a place where we can really drown that out. What would you say to someone? Because I know that there's an, there's an archetype, I'm sure you work with, the nurturer. And the nurturer tries to be all things to all people and often will wear herself and stretch herself way too thin trying to support other people, which is a whole other podcast topic on its own. But what what are some key things that you shared as some of these women who are in the transition are really stepping into who they are, expressing themselves, knowing that there is going to be an interim where some of the people that are following them uh, we'll just need to, to to get out of that community because they're just not their ideal client. What, what are some insights? Because I think this is going to be helpful.
0: Absolutely. So the first thing is, and this is why I love archetypes and, and so much of my content is example driven because I think, again, we can teach and we can talk until we're blue in the face, but you need to see this in action. And i know what happened for me same thing i came from a corporate environment where you can imagine my big personality was not super celebrated so i came with so much baggage that i couldn't be who i was or i'd be labeled a bitch or i would wouldn't be professional enough no one would hire me and all these things the first thing is to find a hero and they don't have to come with a cape okay but those people who are bravely being themselves and resonating with you. So for me, it was the sassy ones, right? Mm-hmm. So it was, you know, uh, Bushra, Persuasion, Revolution. It was um, uh, Jamie at Your Hot Coffee. So I found some brands that were out there with these polarizing boys, these women who were like, "Aha! Uh-huh, I drop f bombs. I drink too much. Like they owned who they were." And, pe- and I saw how people were loyal beyond what I had ever seen. Mm. And that's a very important part. The second part is to find a community mm. where you can practice being real. Mm. Okay, so you don't wanna do it in your brand, that's okay. You don't even have to claim your brand in these communities, but if you find, and here's the great thing, there are so, I hear so many people say that, everybody has a Facebook community, I'm so sick of the Well, don't be part of 500 of them As my first solution. (laughs) Find the ones that resonate with you. Because when you find that true tribe and it's not yours yet, you can, by osmosis, get that bravery. When you see these people owning it, when you see them confessing their struggles, all of that is so empowering and champion. Mm -hmm. And three is understand that this is a process and understand that it doesn't come overnight, that just like any kind of mental thing, Mm -hmm. this is going to evolve at time. So you have to live it. My whole thing is that I never allow my clients or students to wait for that perfect Mm -hmm. place, right? That part, book. now it's done, now it's perfect, all those things you have to live these things in order for them to be real so when it comes to your voice you have to write you have to just keep writing and you will inevitably find it but i think the greatest tip is to find your hero because it's very empowering for us to be able to point to something tangible and say they did it i can do it it's sort of in our nature already whether you're a competitive person or not you look at someone and you go they can do it i can do it right they they are On a broken laptop in their parents' basement, you know, and just went through a divorce and guess what? They're still owning their business and they're still making money and they still have this clientele. So it's finding your hero. I think is the best way. And then find a community, a truly a community, not something that you can blink drop in. Find women, men, a community that... Fit with who you are the vibe that you're going for and that provides the enrichment and empowerment that you're looking for
1: yeah I think one of the key things that you said there is that continue just to practice and to create as you said to, to really hone that voice Because one of the things that I found that um, you continue to evolve, your brand message continues to evolve, and then you can start as you're sharing in this community or the key communities that you know, the people who you resonate with and they're going to resonate with you, as you share that story, you're going to see more and more comments and things like that. You know, you know what, this is really starting to to be me. I'm expressing myself in the way that uh, is relevant to me. Let's talk a little bit more about professional Professional, as you say, is a relative term. One man's professionalism is another man's prison. Share more about this around creating an environment because we talked about internal environment, about ourselves, our archetypes and expressing that. We spoke a little bit about finding an environment or community which you um, feel good in and that you can resonate and just be yourself. What are some other things that when we look from an environment point of view that we need to be mindful of so that we can start to really
0: thrive? I think that that starts with, it's 90% mindset, right? Mm-hmm. So we have to come at this from a very real place, whereas you're gonna make mistakes, oh no, right? You're gonna do these things that, you know, be transparent to a very real place, right? So it's understanding who you are and that is a process. And I think that not enough people acknowledge that you have to, again, you have to come out and live it. Right, So when you're in these communities and you're doing these things, when you see people come up with a confession or you see people responding to just a question or something, but you start to hear the the language that resonates for you, that's going to give you the permission, right? So professional is a totally subjective term. It's just as subjective as design is, Mm -hmm. right? I might create a brand that I think is gorgeous and beautiful. And you might look at it and say, no, Mm -hmm. right? It's as subjective as anything else in our business and it's important to understand that you're not for everyone are you in your regular life have you never met anyone who's like oh, I could leave you right now uh, I'm gonna if it's a take or leave I'm gonna leave you thanks anyway I'm tapping out yeah. so don't worry about this word called professionalism I mean when you're creating anything you have to create it with yourself in mind here's what I love about being a soul I think a lot of people are frustrated by the solopreneur lifestyle because you're on your own mm. right and that can get rough right and again that's why you need a community we already talked about that but here's the greatest thing is that when you're a solopreneur your audience is an extension of you again it doesn't mean they're exactly the same as you but they're an extension of you you get to start with the people you want to work with yeah. and how the hell can you do that if you're putting yourself in a box professionalism is a box mm. okay like I said I think it is a prison, right? If you are so worried about people thinking you're professional, I mean, how many times do you describe someone? If I said, describe this person in three words, or are you going to say professional? <laughs> said, what Almost is that never, saying? right? That's yeah. Never, we're never going to describe someone as professional unless, you know, it's, it's in some very formal environment where again, we don't feel like we can be us. Mm. And why would you wanna build a brand around that? So as a solopreneur, you have the advantage of building a community Mm. that is an extension of who you are, of your same belief system, and your same principles of caring yourself. Mm. So instead of professional, worry about dialing into those actual characteristics what's your character mm-hmm. you know what are the deal breakers what are the things that if people do you're immediately turned off yeah. that's way more important than worrying about someone saying you're a professional no one's ever, no one that matters in any deep connective way Is going to say the word professional mention the level of professional I mean isn't that a given it's like saying like I want to be profitable I'm in business no shit I want to be profitable (laughs) you also want to be professional let's get past that and move on to the real stuff that matters so true so professionalism in general is just a subjective bullshit term Mm. that has been thrown around so much it's, it's stuck on us, and we just have to brush it off and move on with our day. Yeah,
1: it's uh, funny, my youngest daughter, she's uh, 23, and uh, she's got a real quirky sense of humor, uh, and and unless you know her well, and, and, and some people go, oh, she's a little bit weird, and we just smile at, at one another, and we go, thank you, because <laughs> to yeah. her, that's a compliment, because she loves that, that's unique about her, she sees things you know, in uh, a different humorous way, and but no one would ever describe someone as well unless she's definitely on brand but that really hones in on what you were saying is that what are some of the key terms and maybe think of three different things not professional obviously but three things experiences that you want people to say about you or you know how they describe you and just show up like that all the time consistently and then a lot of times as you say it shines through who you are anyway
0: and, that's important. Well, and look at who you already resonate with because mm. we all I mean, whether it's in our industry or not, we're already reading blogs or, you know, re, uh, listening to podcasts and that, that sort of thing or watching mm. a Facebook watch um, series, whatever it is, there's so many ways to connect with people right now. So start there why do you like these people is it because they're funny is it because they're kind of quirky i'm the same as your daughter like if you say i'm weird or like any of those typically (laughs) negative i'm like oh yeah i'm (laughs) brand yeah Yeah, actually that's exactly what my daughter does flicks their hand (laughs) that's what i mean like it's the same i I, now i need to meet her but it's the same idea and here's what here's the other part that happens is when you're yourself unapologetically and this goes back to what I was trying to explain with the haters no one bothers you why but you know why you...
1: they'll they, they stand around because there's something about that that is it's courageous and bold it that is for someone who it says, is. you know what there's a courage there that goes you know what doesn't matter and I think um, those people are going before others as as a, a, a role model if you will, to say you know what show up how you want to show up and give yourself permission, and don't worry about what other people say uh, because they probably wish
0: they had the courage. To- That's exactly my thing. Like yeah. if you're a hater, I again, it's the same as this. I'm like, oh, you're jealous. Like yeah. you're you're insecure, and you wish, and not jealous. Like I have anything, but you want this freedom to feel like here I am taking your leaving. Yeah. And here's the thing. Like this is why it's so important to be me, and this is. It was kind of a cheat because I kind of anchored to my audience going, here's the thing. If I'm expecting you or empowering you to be you, I have to be. So you don't have to be like, I have clients who wouldn't curse if you paid them a million dollars in their brand, right? And they're not outspoken and sassy and sarcastic like me at all but guess what they totally respect me and adore me because i empower them to be them it's a totally different them than me but that's the whole point Mm -hmm. is that they just want to be themselves so for me I'm lucky that anytime I do, I mean, when I first started video, oh, God, so insecure. Like we said, I was just like, oh, uh, oh, uh, uh, and I blinked like for like, I swear my eyes would close at yeah. each time for like 30 minutes. Like I would just blink for like in a massively long time. And I was so insecure and would nitpick. But here's, I was able to anchor back and go, my audience adores me because I'm real mm. mess, ugly, crap and all. And that's all people want yeah. they don't need you to be put together honestly the more messy it is the mo- more vulnerable it is the more they're gonna connect because how many are our real lives again let's take the professional out. let's go back to personal how much of us would say our lives are polished and pretty and perfect yeah. like hell Maybe for the no. Instagram shot
1: but then behind yeah. us
0: <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Mm. So it, it's, it, it, like I said, we just have to take that line away and understand mm. that it's human to human. And we really, cr- we really crave depth. Mm. Just it, as I humans, we we crave depth. Yes. Like you can just teach me on a topic, but we create, we we crave that connection and that that real personality depth. I want just a window inside of you. I mean, I've done experiments on just a personal level that mm-hmm. I've gone out, you know, go to happy hour, mm-hmm. uh, a jam. go to happy hour and start talking to someone. And I would purposely be kind of cold and bitchy and, and not like one word answers, mm-hmm. two word answers that would go nowhere. Mm-hmm. Next time I went, I would be Kind of a mess. I would be like, how's your day? And I would I wouldn't go into the 30 minutes of like, my day is so awful. But I would say something real, like, you know, my I want to tie my son Mm. to somebody else's front door because he's driving me up a wall. Immediately. It sounds so lame, but immediately, whether they were a parent or not, they would laugh or they would maybe give me a side eye, but be like, I've had that moment. I probably would have said it to a stranger at a bar, but I've had that moment. And then it's, that's all we want, just a little Mm. depth. Mm. We just want to know who you are so that we can make a true connection. Otherwise you're just a character on a TV show. You're not real.
1: Yeah. So true, and I think what you said earlier about the noise. Many of us are in industries where there is a lot of noise, and I think we've gotten to the stage now where people, as you said, they want depth, they want relationships. You say relationships reign supreme, which is important. So the way we share information, the experiences that we create, need to have that level where people can really tap into who you are, what you stand for, so that uh, you really resonate and continue to grow your community of people who just get you and uh, who love who love what you say so there's no need to apologize for you showing up as uh, you know you do very authentically and just the way that you you are so share with us if you would I know that you've shared so much great information people who want to take that to the next level find out more what's the best way for them to connect with you
0: well, you can find me over at thebrandsoulpreneur.com. I would highly suggest you take my brand personality DNA test um, and really unlock your archetypes and allow me to help you facilitate that process because it is kind of a little bit like therapy. It's kind of a little bit like excavating, um, but there is a method to the madness and I think that's where it starts. So go to thebrandsoulpreneur.com, Um all over the homepage, you'll see uh, different links to take that personality test. And I think that's the first step. And then of course, I have got an amazing community. If you haven't run already from the interview with the SAS, and and I will warn you that this was not even a 70% SAS on this uh, interview, but if you you resonated and you are looking for a real community, I will say that I am very, very humble person. But when it comes to my community, Mm -hmm. it's not a testament to me, it's a testament to it is a real community. It, I call it a support lounge. Honestly, it's a Facebook group, and I never call it a Facebook group. I call it a Facebook support lounge if I have to say Facebook. It's truly about connecting in real ways. Like, even the prompts that I do and the questions that I ask are so random and sort of bizarre, and people love them because it's not like, what's your blog goal this week? I don't really give a shit what your goal is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanna know, you know, the real relationship. Kind of stuff. So, if you're looking for that kind of community, the Solopreneur Society on Facebook. Again, it is a true support group. There's no spam. There's just over 6,000 amazing solopreneurs that are so supportive, so real, and so entertaining. You will love it. Fantastic. And of course, we'll put all of the
1: links in the show notes. Ambitious Entrepreneur Network com forward slash wil eighty nine. Thank you so much for coming on the show.
0: Thanks for having me, and thanks for uh, letting me ramble on about like this topic that I live and die by. It's not even about branding, like I said. It's about that connection. So yeah. thanks for letting so me
1: important. come on. Oh, your pl- My pleasure. Thank you. You've been listening to Women in Leadership podcast brought to you by BeTheDifferenceMovement.com Changing the world one message at a time Do you feel called to influence real change with your message? Join our supportive community of like-minded influencers thought leaders and disruptors at www.BeTheDifferenceMovement.com That's BeTheDifferenceMovement.com